Will you quantum leap in understanding? Number four, welcome perceptive readers to the subject on what God has given you as your ownership, as your property. Yes, what is the gift that God gave to you that you will actually have forever? I'm glad you're here because you heard me talk about over the past a couple of years, especially when you've heard from different ones say, oh, this individual, they need to hunker down. They need to batten the hatches, you see, and things of that nature. And it most always deals with making it sound like uh, uh, to some that the earth is not as abundant as it is to provide for everybody, not only in food and nutrition, but yes, even living here in a glorious way of happiness and love, you see. And you know, we talk about that quite a bit on the Perceptive Reader podcast, and you actually believe what I say from certain scriptures that I state. But then there are times, just like even during the past week, where, you know, I would mention that it is such a contradiction to hear at times when persons say uh, that you will own nothing in the future and yet you will be happy. And as I said before, this is a contradiction in terms as far as the way that Jesus talked and the way that God even talked. Now, you believe me because you know most likely I have something to back up what I said exactly from God's word, but may have never really mentioned these verses in these terms, even though I've read them maybe a couple of times over the past decade or so with you. So at this moment, it is good to actually share these few verses with you again to actually show you that uh, the reason one uh, this is so important because when you do hear persons at times who are put in administration positions, as you've heard me state, uh, as they tell you uh, that you're going to have to basically uh, be in lack or have bare minimum at that with no ownership. And yet, when you think about the way that they're still living and being able to enjoy life. Remember, you've probably seen one of my posts from the Crypto Instagram where I put, you see, basically that five to seven course meal uh, that you had with a special one or family that you shared with, you see, for special events. How were you able to enjoy those special events with such abundance with that five to seven course meal? It came from your abundance. Now, granted, once again, you can be happy without such, but all the same, this goes to show you by the way that the earth was made anyway with a variety of fruits, vegetables, uh, the many scenic spots, the thousands of millions upon billions or whatever of species and animals and 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 plants so i'm putting them all together when i said there's billions of things on the earth uh besides you see just human beings you right you see that that we appreciate that god has given an abundance uh, and not just a variety of many types of foods and flavors to enjoy so as i stated before uh 
what I'm going to show you, basically from God's word, there really isn't any need to think about the future as being one where we're going to be in lack or bare minimum. Or should I say only a few, the ones who are supposed to be the greatest among us, as Jesus would describe, would be the ones living high on the hog, as they put it. But no, it's actually going to be the way that Jesus stated. You know, persons want to be in those type of administration positions. Oh, they're not going to be in lack, but they're certainly going to have the understanding on how to make sure everyone can receive what they need and be in abundance and not trying to actually put them through any undue hardship or trying to take something away from them that God actually has given them forever and ever. You see, forever and ever. So why do I say that again, perceptive readers, where I will share these verses with you. And I'm going to start with Isaiah chapter 65, verse 17. That's Isaiah chapter 65, verse 17. And notice how we notice this prophecy and in the future, what will happen during our time period or the last days, as it's called of this system of things going into the new type of system that God is setting up. It states in Isaiah chapter 65, verse 17, and I will continue to read on to verses 23. Okay. For C, and this is from the Basic Bible English Translation, and I encourage you to read these verses in the King James, in a New World Translation, all sorts of translations, because if you read it about three or four times in different translations, you're going to be feeling pretty good. You're going to be feeling pretty good. So let me continue to read with Isaiah chapter 65, verse 17 through 23. It states, For C, I am making a new heaven and a new earth and the past things will be gone completely out of mind. So remember, God is describing a new type of system, a new type of administration, government arrangement, if you will, in these statements. All right, let's continue. But men will be glad and have joy. Where's the key word at? Forever. Let me say this again in Isaiah chapter 65, verse 18. But men will be glad and have joy forever in what I am making. For I am making Jerusalem a delight and her people a joy. See, this is what God is giving us. This is what he's saying is going to stay with us. Okay, joy forever. Continue in verse 19. And I will be glad over Jerusalem and have joy in my people. And the voice of weeping will no longer be sounding in her or the voice of grief. No longer will there be, there will be a child whose days are caught short, see, or an old man whose days have not come to their full measure. For the young man at his death will be a hundred years old, and he whose life is shorter than a hundred years will seem as one curse. Just to give you a brief statement about verse 20, this is still talking about, yes, remember I told you before that there'll be some people that will still see how wonderful the conditions are in God's new world and still won't want to act right. And what God was basically saying again is, uh, you know, 
Okay, you, you still got a hundred years to get yourself together. You see? <laughs> and, and the point is, uh, when that person ends up, you know, basically by God, his judgment, you see, uh, actually put the death from that judgment because of turning against them, not working with them or, you know, or her, then basically it'll still be like they're in their youth of their prime because their skin, you see, will still be, uh, uh, youthful. You see, just like baby skin. Um, if I can use the expression, very good, you know, no blemishes and things of that nature. So he was just saying, uh, basically persons will already be on that point, even within a hundred years, uh, of living forever, you see, and uh, keep living forever if they act right. <laughs> you see? See if they act right. All right. Which, you know, uh, we know from the scriptures, uh, a lot of people will. Okay. So that's not a concentrate on that too much further. Cause I want to get back to the main point that we're talking about, about your ownership again of your joy. Okay. If, okay. I know James, that's still internally that we're going to have joy, but you said we're going to have abundance. We're going to be the own property. How, how you figure that? Well, <laughs> Let's move on to verse 21 through uh, 23. It states, And they will be building houses and living in them, planting vineyard gardens and getting the fruit of them. They will no longer be building for the use of others or planting for others to have the fruit for the days of my people will be like the days of a tree. And my loved ones will have joy. See that again? Have joy in full measure in the work of their hands. Their work will not be for nothing. And they will not give birth to children for destruction. For they are a seed to whom the Lord has given his blessing. And their offspring will be with them. So you see from these verses how it says they will be building houses and actually living in them. You should see the variety of ways that other translations state this. And I guarantee you, you will get the spirit that said, oh, so we will build our own houses. Imagine learning how to do that. A lot of people already know how to do it, but imagine everybody knowing how to do that. And then on, you know, on top of that, you know, the variety of cabin homes and other types of homes, people know how to make solar homes and things of that nature. But it's saying here, you will own your own house. You will own it. See, God states that. And it's not going to be no property tax or anything of that nature that can take it away from you. And, and I'm going to um, emphasize that point in another verse. But here you see it for yourself. When other men or persons are talking about you're not going to own nothing in the future or in God's new world, God's word says, yes, you will. And you will own property. You will own your vineyards. You will own uh, the, the work of your hands. And that will continue to contribute and enhance your happiness and joy that you already have in your heart. Do you get that point? Make the quantum leap. I think you will. Now, to close out, let's go to Micah. Micah chapter 4. And I just want to emphasize this point right here. Micah chapter 4, verse 4. 
See, this is talking about the last days as well. You see, talking about um, uh, going into that new world, God's new world. It states, uh, then again, I could uh, share with you, uh, you know, because there's sometimes a primary application and then there's, there's an extended application. And again, I'm talking about the application of God's new world, which we know this is going to be a total literal. But notice it said in Matthew, Micah chapter four, verse four, but every man will be seated under his vine and under his fig tree. Isn't that possessive? His, isn't that possessive? Okay. Uh, his fig tree and no one will be a cause of fear to them. For the mouth of the Lord of armies has said it. And notice this powerful statement in verse 5. It says, For all the people will be walking, everyone in the name of his God, and we will be walking in the name of the Lord our God forever and ever. So I just wanted to emphasize here as you read the different translations that you see that possession that his you know um uh, ownership if you will his own vine tree you see uh peace you see being peaceful uh you put that with what is stated in Isaiah and then as I said before we could uh certainly go to the Psalms we could go to what Jesus said but I wanted to give you these points because it shows the possession uh, what you will have, what we will have uh, from God and that he wants us to continue to have this same type of ownership, this same type of property rights, this same type of peace, this same type of abundance that he showed even in the nation of Israel and even like the days of King Solomon, see where they were actually merry making as they had so much abundance and things. See, abundance, ownership, inheritance that can be passed on. Uh, again, see, we know that many scriptures continue to say that the earth is God's inheritance, that his people are his inheritance. And yet, look what this ultimate, generous, grand creator does. He said, yes, I own everything. But guess what? This portion over here is yours. Here, here. This portion over there it's hers. It's his. Do you see the love and the generosity of the grand creator? Do you see he is the one that gifted us with the joy being made in his image, with the happiness? He gifted us with the property and the ownership of things on this earth in abundance. And the scriptures continue to show these things will be with us forever. Yes, during this time period, there may be property taxes and all this other stuff, you see, just to convolute everything. But we know God has the final word. You're going to own your house. You're going to be to work on it. You're going to have your vineyard. You're going to have your gardens. And guess what? Just like your heavenly father, and this is what I've been meaning again. You might have a neighbor a couple of acres uh, down the street from you who just may be excellent at carving wood they, or, or other type of artistry or, or playing music or what have you. 
And even though you don't have to, like I said, negotiate. See, during the times, even negotiations is would be nothing like this because it'd be more like, oh, you want it, you can have it, or whatever. But you know, somebody might just say, hey, I'll give you this. And then somebody else might say, well, I'm going to come back and give you that. And so there you go. Make the quantum leap. So if anyone ever says you will own nothing, and be happy in the future. You can just tell them. That's not the future I know. In the future I know. Ah yes. I'm going to be happy. But I'm also going to have ownership. You see. And property. And things of that nature as well. Abundance. Because it's going to come from God. You have a very wonderful day everybody. You have just listened to the Perceptive Readers Podcast. Remember, until next time, if you read something that encourages you to improve or enhance your life for the better, it becomes your reality.